Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unbothered by Ty Rivera. Coming to you from high atop Ty Rivera Studios, a.k.a. Casa de Bijou. I don't know where Bijou is right now, but she's somewhere. Her and Jerry Berry. Okay, so here's the deal, guys. I was in Tucson over the weekend. It was great. I love Arizona always. I'm from Arizona. If you don't know, that's my home state, and I love it there. And I know different people have different ideas about what Arizona is, but Arizona is a great place to perform, and it's really fun. And I got to hang out with my family, and that was great. But one thing that sucked is two of my best friends are going through a breakup. You know, they're together 15 years now, and they're breaking up. And I won't say names, but it's it's a difficult situation for me because I was, I've been friends with one longer, but just a little longer. And when he and I really started hanging out, I helped him clean his apartment or his house at the time for the first date with the friend that they're breaking up now. So I've been their third wheel, their entire relationship. Well, at a point, you know, we used to be couples that hung out when I was with my ex Juan, and uh, I would hang out with them. Well, we would hang out with them and do stuff with them, like we went on a couple trips and stuff. And then I broke up with Juan, and I was just their third wheel all the time. We went a lot of places together. We celebrated Christmases together, like a lot of Christmases, New Year's, like a lot of that stuff. They were, um, they are family to me. And, uh, you know, they tried to break up one Christmas and I kept them together. And I was like, you guys can't break up with me on Christmas. That's just not the way it works. And I know I was coming back to LA and stuff, but I just feel like, you know, they've got to be considerate of their third wheel. And this time threw me off, too, because it was out of nowhere. And it just happened to be when I was visiting again. And I wasn't ready for that much emotion. I was just planning on having a good time, you know, because it's Labor Day weekend. I was performing, you know, it was just going to be a good time. And then I go over to hang out with my friend and he tells me, that he got broken up with the night before. And I had been there the night before we were all hanging out. I thought everything was okay. I got blindsided is what happened. And, um, yeah, it's it's really going to take some navigating for me because I truly do love both of them. Like, they're my friends, and I'm not going to take a side. I, I, I know that I'm expected to by people I guess but I'm just not going to be able to do it that way because I love them both um there's that uh and then like all sorts of stupid stuff has been happening lately in uh like in the news I guess or on on online or however you would say it you know in social media like the way these people are taking themselves down is really great right now like lena dunham she messed up and uh trans tried to project her feelings uh and insecurities onto a situation where the guy probably didn't know even know she existed and now that he does he probably is like yeah now that i look at you you're right you are ugly but that still doesn't mean she has the right to put her feelings on him about 
her being insecure because he's looking at his phone. And like, this is what's annoying about this situation because it's under the, you know, the feminism idea that she's doing this. Like she's been considering herself a feminist. Most of you know, I'm sure the story, how Lena Dunham is and what she is. And I, I think she's the worst kind of person, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm okay with seeing her not around anymore, hoping that this like takes all the wind out of her sails because I think people like her are the worst for society because they make a big deal in a lot of cases of things that nobody cares about and things that are within their own control and they need to do something about. Like if you feel fat, if you feel disgusting, whatever you feel, then go on a diet, do something about that. Don't blame society because you feel a certain way. I mean, I have friends that are fat, even <laughs> heavy, who are big, who are thick. I mean, I have friends all over the scale, to tell you the truth, male and female. And some of them are happy with where they are and some of them aren't. But the ones that aren't happy with it know that it's it's something they can do something about. In most cases, people can lose weight. So unless you have some kind of condition that keeps you from losing weight, then work on that. If that's something that bothers you, don't put it off on other people and also write a blog every time you have an insecure moment. It's not what needs to happen all the time. People want to let you know every feeling that they have. And it's just like, why? Who cares? And why does that have to be? I also, but like, okay. So anyway, so I was telling the story. Odell Beckham is the name of the um, football player that she was sitting next to at the Met Gala. And that's the way she felt. This was back in May that the actual incident happened. And she was talking about it in a conversation with Amy Schumer, which... In the article, they refer to her as fellow comedian Amy Schumer, which I didn't know Lena Dunham was even a comedian. I I, I didn't know that that show was even funny. I I guess, well, I need, watched it once or twice when I was at that couple I was talking about that broke up when I was hanging out at their house because it was one of their shows. So they had a DVR and we ended up watching a couple episodes of it and. I don't remember it being particularly funny, but I guess I'll take your word for it if it is. I guess comedic actress? I don't know. It just seemed kind of silly to me. It seems like they're trying to make her seem like she's doing a little more than she's doing on the funny front. But what do I know? Maybe somebody will correct me and I'm wrong. Maybe that show is a laugh riot. Lena Dunham is a real stitch. So anyway... Um, then trans community, that was another thing. See, I'm just happy all these people are falling apart right now because I warned people about this. Trans, feminist, I just warned people that everybody was going to stop being sympathetic to everything that they were going to say because they were pushing too many things at the same time. And a lot of them don't really have to be issues. Like there's certain things that we all get, like when it comes to... Um, well, um, when it comes, like trans specifically, when it comes to certain things like treating with some, somebody with respect not making somebody feel threatened, um, even in most cases, respecting once they've identified or let you know how they identify respecting the pronouns that they want you to use, like all of that's acceptable. All of those are things that like we 
should be moving towards doing. But at the same time, you got to pick your battles because if not, then it all starts to seem whiny. And I'll be honest when I say I'll give you a fuck you in a minute. And that's why I misgender people online when I'm talking to them. I'll misgender you in person if you really get disrespectful because I just don't have time. I can only humor people for so long. Like when it comes to the trans community, the latest thing they're complaining about is... um, Mark Ruffalo has a movie coming out. He cast Matt Bomer, who Matt Bomer was from some, I don't remember what show, but he's a cute guy, a cisgender male, uh, as they would say, which a lot of people, when I posted this, were like, what, cis? And I know some of them were being silly, and I know a few of them were probably on the serious side. I joked and said normal, and then one of my friends ribbed me a bit about what's normal, and... You know, I I took it as a joke, which I'm sure is the way she meant it. I love my friend, and I wasn't going to get into a Facebook argument with her or whatever. I just put the definition to normal, the literal definition, (laughs) copy and paste, um, for uh, normal because I'm tired of the fact that we can't even say normal anymore. There's certain things we all agree that are pretty much just normal so if we say like man then that just means a normal man and that's a regular genetic male but now we're not allowed to say genetic either we have to say cisgender and then the trans man to make them more comfortable the trans people in a lot of cases they don't want to be trans anymore they just want to be called whatever they want like you know i saw one person post about since her girlfriend is now a woman that that she doesn't put any qualifiers on it like trans woman so it's like now your girlfriend has become the new what's just a woman just no qualifiers just a woman and a woman that has always been a woman is now considered a cisgender female or cisgender woman it's seems kind of silly to me that that's suppose the way one person presents it and tries to make it seem like they're speaking for an entire community which I have so many trans friends that I know that you're not speaking for everybody so when you really come at me like this is the way that it works now it's like one you don't know what you're talking about in a lot of cases these people are new and they're gung-ho so since they're new in the community they want to tell us all how it works and they've got to let everybody know where their boundaries are because therapy and putting on different clothes has given them a new attitude and I just can't do it with these people, you know? I mean, and this is what I was trying to say is this Matt Bomer situation is Matt Bomer ended up getting cast by Mark Ruffalo to play a trans prostitute in a movie. And the trans community is mad about it. They also were upset when Eddie Redmayne played the woman in The Dutch Girl, which I ended up seeing that movie on on a flight. And it's really good. It was really good. And he really did a good job with it. So I don't know what people are complaining about in a lot of, especially when it comes to movies, like name recognition plays into it. Like Matt Bomer um, may not be the biggest star in the world, but I know his name. I can't remember what he does or what I know it was a show. Was it White Collar or something? Anyway, I know the name. And so do a lot of you, and so do a lot of other people. So, of course, that's the way they're going to cast it. And 
trans people are upset because they feel like a trans woman should play a trans woman. And I get that to a certain degree, but you guys certainly weren't complaining when Caitlyn Jenner was woman of the year. Then you guys were all about it. So if it's fair for a trans woman to be woman of the year, then it's also fair for a straight man to play a trans woman and everybody to do whatever it is they think they need to do. And these companies to be able to advertise the way they want to advertise or because that's really what it is when they even announce who's going to be in a movie they're advertising they're letting you know hey if you like this actor or actress then you need to tune in for this movie and that's part of the way it works so i don't really know what people are so upset about like figure it out you know maybe if there was a trans actress that was doing some stuff i'm there's nothing on the indie circuit that these trans women have been doing or tell us about some of your movies, some of the stuff you have coming up. So maybe we can tune into that and then maybe you'll have some name recognition instead of just being a person complaining on Twitter that you're an actress and you let them know that they shouldn't have a cisgender male play a trans woman, but they didn't listen to you. Well, why would they listen to you? That's not the way it works when you're anybody else. If you're anybody else and you go into audition for something, you audition, you shut the fuck up, and you get out. Nobody needs your input on, oh, this is the way I think this should be played. Bitch, I'll tell you what I'm looking for. I need you to read these sides the fuck out of here. That's what I need. <laughs> anyway, so a little bit annoyed with that, clearly. Um, what else did I want to tell you guys about? Oh, yeah. Tonight I was at Rose Battle. I was at Rose Battle because my friend Kabir uh, was going to be battling... What was the guy's name? Dirtbag Dan. <clears throat> yeah, Dirtbag Dan. And Dirtbag Dan is a um, battle rapper from the Bay Area. And Kabir is a um, really funny comic. He won San Francisco comedy competition. I believe it was San Francisco. Or maybe it was Seattle. Yeah, it might have been Seattle. Anyway, he's great. And he's really hilarious. And we did a tour together that was like military, you know. Um, Bahrain, Diego Garcia. Is it Diego? Yeah, Diego Garcia. <sighs> Singapore and I think there was somewhere else but I can't remember anyway so um, I went to see him at Rose Battle and you know one thing that sucks about Rose Battle is that right now it it's not able to have the same energy and it's not its own fault it's or anybody to do with the show's fault it's this dumb chick allegedly that um, called the fire marshal because she had missed her, she was supposed to go up and she missed her set or her, you know, she was going to battle somebody. She missed her battle and then she decided to call, call the fire marshal because they wouldn't let her do her battle later. But like Rose Battle is an actual show and it's been on Comedy Central and it's like was super popular here in L.A. before Comedy Central even, you know got it and so it's it's a show if if you're supposed to go on at a certain time that's when you go on that's when your battle happens and if that doesn't happen then that's your fault that's on you and you can't be mad at anybody else about it but she decided to call the fire marshal because 
Apparently she thought there were too many people in there. And I don't know if she ended up being right or wrong. All I know is that now we've got to not be up there like we were. The way that we used to pack in there. And it was still safe because you could get through. Waitresses have to be, be able to get through. Anyway, I guess I shouldn't complain about this. But it's like, come on. Don't bring unnecessary bullshit on actual comedy events because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. When it comes down to it, you probably lost your fucking balls and suddenly you decided maybe that you shouldn't be doing Rose Battle or... Who knows? Like, I don't even know who would pull that. I wouldn't even pull that in a regular show where it's like, can I go up late? I just don't get it. But whatever with these people. Anyway, so this girl made a big deal of that. And then now it's just not the same energy in there right now. So it was fun. But at the same time. I really wish I knew what I could and couldn't say uh, w legally, but my legal team consists of a chihuahua and a minpin. So maybe Becky Kluger would be good for this. I know Becky Kluger is like uh, people, uh, non-comics don't even know who Becky Kluger is or the Becky Kluger story. I say it like it was on Lifetime or something. <sighs> Too much to go into right now. Anyway, Becky Kluger is a lawyer. I personally like Becky Kluger. If you know who Becky Kluger is, then, um, and you don't like her, that's on you. I don't care about that. That's your decision, your choice. I personally like Becky Kluger. For the record, I also do like and love Quincy Jones. Like, that is my friend, too. So, in that way, I stay out of that. But I like both of them. So um, Becky Kluger, what I was trying to get to, is a lawyer. And maybe one day she'll listen to my podcast and she'll be like, hey, if you ever have these legal questions, ask me. Or maybe I'll just call her this week and start asking her what I can and can't say. And then Becky Kluger will be my legal department. But until that day, I have no announcement on the legal department and I can't talk anymore about what I was going to try to talk about. So... We're done with that. What else has been happening? I got to see my parents, which that's always the best thing in the world. Like, I don't think a lot of people get it with me and my parents. Um, they really are my, they're my squad. <laughs> so ridiculous, but I do love them. Like, my parents are the best people I know. And I guess... That's why it gets on my nerves when people that don't know me, like on social media and stuff like that, say stupid things like, um, you must hate your mother. That's one thing some people have told me. Um, one lady was like, your mother must be proud, or I'm sure your mother is very proud of you. And like, it's all the silliest stuff because when people say that, I know they're trying to shame me in some way, but I'm always like, in my head, yes. My mother is great with me. My mother loves my silliness. And I tell her plenty of the stuff that I tell people online. And then my nephews and nieces and my sister show her stuff. My mom doesn't have Facebook because, as she puts it, she has a life. 
So that's my mom's reason for not having a Facebook is I have a life. Why do I need to be on Facebook? So doesn't sound like flawed thinking to me. Um, but my sisters and my nieces show her, my niece and nephews show her the kind of stuff I say. And she thinks I'm funny. My dad, I also, they, I also talk like this all the time. Like the only thing I do in front of my parents, it's different and it's just out of respect. And it's me being, I guess, silly or still feeling like a kid on some level when I'm around them is I really watch my cussing around them. I almost never cuss around them. Really? Like, even a shit or a, like a damn maybe. But yeah, and definitely not the F word. I mean, if I'm really mad about something else, I would never say those words to them, like cursing at them. But like, if I'm really mad about something, I know I've been pissed off before and been like, yeah, that fucking asshole. And it was just because I was frustrated. But my parents understood that. But like just in regular conversation, cursing around them, nah, that's not what I do. Um... But everything else, like just unfiltered thoughts and politics and all the stuff that people seem to get upset with me about in on social media life, my parents are 100% down with my, my point of view on a lot of things. So I don't really know where these people are getting. And then when people say that a lot of people must not love me, that's another thing I've heard. You must not have a lot of people that love you. Are you th- th- my problem is the opposite. It's too many people that love me. <clears throat> and it's nice. I'm not complaining. But at the same time, I see exactly what everybody else sees. I know how obnoxious I am. And I don't know why so many people put up with me either. But for some reason, people put up with me and... Well, I shouldn't say for some reason, because actually, if you're friends with me or you've been around me at all, you know that I'm pretty, pretty fucking great, to tell you the truth. I mean, I'm fun to joke with. I'm silly all the time. I don't take anything too seriously in most cases. Uh, That was part of my thing about the breakup this week is like when you break up like right in front of me, I'm not ready to jump in at that emotion with you when it comes to the like because obviously 15-year relationship breaks up, very sad mood. And I'm more the friend that you come to when you've healed to the point that you need a good fuck em girl speech. You know, just fuck em girl. You're better off without him. He was a weight around your neck. That's the friend I am. I'm the friend that gives you that speech right before you go to the club and fuck a stranger for the first time after your breakup. That's the friend I am. Like the right at the beginning where you're crying. I don't even know what to do when people cry sometimes because I I just don't have those emotions in front of people, I guess. Like every once in a while I you know, would get upset about something and have a good cry by myself. Once in a while for a movie, if it's like, you know, I, I like when a movie can make me cry, but it's been a long time on that too. But I guess I just don't feel like going through those emotions in front of people. So I don't really understand when people go through them for me. I mean, you're welcome to it. If you're my good friend, I mean, I'll sit there, but I can't, I don't know even what to do to that. I don't know if I'm supposed to give you a hug or if I'm supposed to just let you do what you do or so I just go with the let you do what you do. I just keep driving or rolling a joint or whatever it is I'm doing while you're running through those emotions, then 
I guess just me being there is enough. And I hope that that's what it is. But yeah, I can't really say that I'm the best with that. When I had my breakup, because, you know, I was engaged for a while in 2013, I believe it was. And uh, I really was into that. That wasn't a joke. Some people wondered if it was a joke or not. But, uh, and it lasted short enough that it could have been a joke. <laughs> you know, I, I, the, the duration of the entire relationship, I think, was six months. And... Um, we got engaged like right after we got together. Um, but when we broke up, I went through emotions and stuff, but I not did that on my own, but I just wasn't really emotional in front of my friends. So I, like I said, I don't mind them being emotional when they have to be, but I just can't say I really know how to, handle it properly so I do my best but at the same time it's like I don't know what to do with this um it's funny because a lot of people were mad at me not too long or last week because of some stuff I said about gay marriage and um I guess that's a good thing to talk about just really briefly is People got mad at me because of my feelings on gay marriage because I said that I hope gay marriage gets overturned. And it was partly because of the whininess happening in the gay community right now. Um, but here's the thing with it. I don't even like the idea of gay marriage right now because it hasn't been worked out to a point where it can just be a thing and that's the end of it. You know, the, the fact that they are talking about overturning it should tell people that that's could mean that it ends up being temporary. So maybe we should look for something a little more permanent. But then I say that kind of stuff and people tell me I'm self-hating and I'm saying that we should be diff <clears throat> we should be different from other people and whatever. And in a way I feel like yeah, we should be different from other people cuz I am different from other people cuz I'm gay. And that's something different and it's something that people haven't been dealing with forever and really when it comes to the term marriage like I don't even care about the term marriage I don't even consider that a particularly sacred word I know a lot of people do and if you want to argue because you want to keep the word marriage you insist on it being marriage then you do that and I'm fine with you doing that but don't expect me to waste my time joining you with that because if you ask me put a different name on it give me the exact same rights and privileges that marriage provides me what you've typically referred to as marriage as between a man and a woman that definition that marriage uh you give me all of those same rights and privileges that i would have if i were in a marriage we'll call it something else and give me that i don't care i don't need the word marriage that badly if other people do like i said then you continue to have that argument but as far as i go i'm out of it because if that word is going to make it so that it's temporary rather than permanent, then I just say let go of the rope and give them that word. Besides, with the things, it's, it's very annoying to me when straight people go on this thing or used to go on this thing because you rarely hear them say it anymore because uh, it's, not become, it's become not politically correct to say it. But um, straight people used to always say that uh, gay marriage would be, you know, 
hurting the sanctity of their marriage. It's like, look at all the things that straight people have already done in marriage, which I'm not saying gay people haven't done this in their relationships, but like the cheating and stuff like that. But even that's different in gay relationships because gay relationships are so much more open. And I'm not saying everybody in the gay community is open to this, but a lot of people I know are more open in the gay community to like, open relationship or polyamory kind of uh people in the gay community have flown under the radar as far as society goes so we've been able to figure out different ways to make things work and figure out like what's important to us and what's not like within a straight relationship um a lot of people are really caught up on fidelity and not cheating and that kind of stuff. And there are gay people that are like that, but more and well, more gay people in my experience have been open to different ways. And just, even if it's not their thing, they're cool with other people doing it. So what I'm saying is our thing is different from marriage. The way we do things is different from marriage. I don't want to be under the same restraints as I would be if I was in a traditional marriage even if I were to decide to commit to somebody, which I don't know that I'd want to anyway, because really being legally entangled with another person, financially entangled, all of that just seems like a lot to me. Like my friends with the 15-year relationship that's breaking up, like that's something that they're going to have to think about, and I know they're going to, you know, it's... To me, I like things the way they are, but if people want something that provides them those privileges, the tax breaks, the everything that you get with marriage, then I'm fine with them going for that, and I think they should go for that, and I wouldn't mind having access to that myself, but just if your big thing is you refuse to call it anything but marriage, and just because I really think that... Anybody would be hard-pressed to tell you why you can't have those same privileges as an American. It seems to be that the only thing that the right-wing or the religious right, I should say, really holds on to is the fact that marriage is between a man and a woman. So I say just completely let go of the rope, like I said, and say, okay, give me the exact same thing. We'll put a different name on it. You're right. Marriage is between a man and a woman. And maybe other straight people would want to do what we do. They would be like, yeah, I'm not really qualified for marriage either. I don't like that old idea of marriage. So maybe, in my opinion, we could do something better than marriage because we are open to different things. But that's just my small mind of thinking. People get mad at me when I say stuff like this, just like people get mad at me when I come after a lot of things with the LGBTQQIAA, just playing, but they really are. There, There's even more ridiculous ones than that. Like, I do that one in my joke, but there's even more ridiculous where it's like, how many letters are we going to add to this? At what point do we just become people again? Are we trying to be more divided, or are we trying to work our way? Are we really trying to work our way, or is this more about making sure there's always a new group to be victimized and the human rights campaign can stay in business and we can continue to have a need for all of these activists that don't seem to really do anything other than keep us fighting. That's what I feel about activists activist of all sorts. I mean, like, uh, all sorts. Like, 
I just don't trust activists because I think some of them start off good, but then as they get into the celebrity of it, because back in the MLK days, there was no celebrity to it. You know, you just had to do it because you knew it was right and you knew it had to get done. But now there's a certain amount of celebrity that goes with it. People make a lot of money off of it. So I think sometimes people start off with good intentions, but then after they're doing it for a while and they're kind of seduced by everything that comes along with it, then suddenly they start looking for ways to just keep the shit going and keep nitpicking at things and keep making it so you feel like you have enemies all the time that in a lot of cases you don't have. They're not enemies. They're friends you haven't met yet. Because that's one thing I have learned from traveling this country. There are a lot of good people in this country, and a lot of them want to understand a lot of things. They just can't because they haven't had exposure. And in some cases, when they do have exposure, uh, they're dealing with short-tempered people that don't want to take the time to teach them something or let them in a little bit more. When the bathroom situation was happening for the trans community, that was one of the things I had suggested, and I had suggested it in a, in a sincere way. Um, to somebody that I had gotten into it with online before, um, but I, like, I really did suggest it in a, in a very just this is what I think would help sort of way because I know so many trans people and I know that their intentions for wanting to use the bathrooms that they um, feel the most comfortable in uh, is just for the same reasons that you want to use <laughs> the bathroom that you're the most comfortable in because it's the bathroom you belong in. But that's something different for a lot of people. And there are like some pervs out there, but that's not the most likely thing in the world. But there's always going to be crazy people one way or another, no matter what you do. So as far as that goes, I, compl I completely kind of take that out of it in my head. But I can understand how other people wouldn't. So my thing is, I was like, I think more of the trans people just across the country need to start extending themselves a little bit more. Like right now, while people are open to it, let people see what you're like. Instead of trying to legislate your respect, instead let people see what you what it is you're about what it is your people are about and once they see what i've seen then they're going to be open too and so for right now you know you'll have to continue to use the bathroom that you always used before without special protection but at the same time i've had friends that have been going to the bathroom that they feel the most comfortable for forever now since 90 something and suddenly now this is a big issue like this where it's where you have to force one way or another. And I can get how the trans community would feel like that's a thing that they have to do something about. But at the same time, if you exercise a little bit of patience and let people see what you're like, people are going to give you what you want anyway because... The truth is the intention isn't bad. It's it's the way that it's gone about that that comes off as whiny and forceful and now you have to do this. The the cake situation just everything all the time LGBT. Like I can't always be on some sort of weird 
now I'm feeling sorry for this person trip. It's just not the way my life works. It's not what I want to do with my time. And I don't think most people want to think about it that way. Like even when it comes to cisgender, like I mentioned that, and a lot of people are pissed off about that. Like why should we have to be something different just because you're not comfortable in your body? Like I get it if that's what you're going through. So you handle that and leave the rest of us alone. We don't need to change into something different just because you changed into something different. That's you being what you are. Yeah. So anyway, I guess whatever happened with those bathrooms happened with those bathrooms. I didn't pay attention to it anymore because with me, I've just completely disassociated myself with any of that kind of stuff. If one of my friends, close friends, tells me that they're having a problem, then that's something I'll revisit. But for right now, when that's not an issue with... And I have so many trans friends. Like, now it's more uh, female to male, which is was a, an adjustment for me because I was used to male to female. Um, but now I have more female to male trans friends, and they don't seem to have those problems. And the, a lot of the stuff that I hear people online whining about don't seem to be the problems of the trans people that I'm hanging out with. Yeah, yeah, they're affected by them, and they're, they want to do stuff about, you know, the bathrooms and stuff. They, they were more on the activist side about it or trying to, you know, really be involved. But for me, it just was like I thought that there was a better way to go about it. And when I don't agree with the strategy other people go with, then I'm just not going to go along with them. And I'm not saying they can't do it, but I'm just saying that I'm not going to be a party to that because... I feel like there's a better way to make it happen. Like with gay, like we waited it out for quite a while and just ended up really mixing with people and charming them and bringing them to our clubs and letting them see what our world was like. And then they ended up liking it. And then we were doing their hair at the same time. We were redecorating their houses. We were doing all kinds of stuff, girl. It was fish. It was so fish. And then the trans girls were making shit happen in their way, the way they had to make it happen. But they were kind of their own thing. And really working the system in a lot of different ways because a lot of the trans girls I used to know used to really have to work a hustle. Like, um, because the people wouldn't hire them. Like, now it seems like a lot of trans people can get regular jobs and work in the fields that they w went to school for or want to work in. When I was younger, like, the trans girls didn't have a lot of options at all outside of fast food and stuff like that, just the way that society was with them. Like, I had plenty of trans friends tell me that... Cause, you know, I knew plenty of really passable girls like they passed in society as women. But as soon as they look at their ID and they see that that M, then automatically they're not. They said they would see the change and then they knew they weren't getting the job or they'd politely be told, you know, that they were still going to look around and then never get a call back. And that's just, you know, what it was then. And it was like in those ways terrible and I understand. But when it comes to like some of the little things that people make it into now, it's just like I don't really know 
why this has to be a big deal. I'm, and who's going to enforce bathroom laws anyway to a certain degree? Like if uh, we've all seen manly women before that we knew were women. Like I know that I knew a really, when I was growing up, really manly woman, like look like a bodybuilder, like and but she had a, a kid, a newborn back when I knew her and a husband. And but she was, yeah, real dude looking. And she went to the women's bathroom and never had a problem. And this was when I was young. So we all know effeminate looking men, too. So. Like, who is really going to enforce that? Or who is really going to enforce that? How's that going to go down? And especially, I just don't get it. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just rambling about nothing now. Maybe you guys are bored. I don't know. I tried my best to entertain you. You don't like it? You don't like it? Don't listen anymore. I'm done. I'm unbothered by Ty Rivera. Or his aunt antics for that matter mm, i'm sure i left a lot of stuff out i'm sure some people are going to be mad at me after this one <sighs> what do you want me to do about it i can't be responsible for everybody's feelings you guys i've already decided this feel free to leave comments letting me know you think i'm stupid uh leave a review on itunes if you get a chance to the people who've already left reviews on iTunes, uh, Andrew, Chris, and Andy, uh, I appreciate you guys. And um, yeah, that's it from Casa de Bijou. This is Unbothered by Ty Rivera. Ty Rivera signing off. <laughs>